sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow, cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. Uh, let's go. Because my applause sounds like it's sharing space with somebody else. Let me in. Thank you, Tiffany Hall, for the $20. Hey, everybody, look. You know, I never know if I'm going to show up or not, but I've been consistent. Last week, was I here last week? Why was I not here last week? Oh, last week I had to go home for my aunt's funeral. So I apologize that I was missing in action. You know, there's so much going on in the world of celebrity news and gossip. Not that I'm in gossip. Am I in gossip? Mm -hmm. I'm on the line of gossip. It's sort of like when you realize your daddy wore your mama's clothes. Like he he's straight, but he kind of not. That's That's kind of my relationship with gossip. I really feel like I'm not a gossiper. Because I don't make up stuff. I just talk about what's happening in the world, you know? And thank you to everybody who shows up and supports me because we were looking at how successful this last year was and my company grew a thousand percent.
in revenue since we first started. That's that's a big deal. So I'm gonna just give it to everybody that supports me. Something is wrong with the sound effect. I don't know. Do you hear it? Is it clear on your end? It's loud. Well, that's good. I like loud. Hell. Just don't, you can't hear but, but listen, I wanted to say to everybody that I really do appreciate all your support. Last week, I had to go home with my family. By the way, I got ran up on by one of my cousins. Now, they watch the show, so I got to behave, behave because, you know, my family, they love me, but they don't like my job. You know, I wrote a book. Then I talk about people on my show. Anyway, one of my cousins ran me down at the funeral, but I had armed security, so we didn't want to have another funeral. So I handled myself very respectfully, um, but we did do it behind my car in case we had to let one off. You know what I mean? And um, that could have been the scene outside. We we don't get to control what family we're born into. One of my cousins shake my other cousin's hand too hard. So he walked up to us and said he was going to go fill him out to see what type of time he was on. Now, this is your cousin. He shaked your hand. Wow. You guys think I'm a lot? It's so funny because during the, not, it's not funny. There's no part of a funeral that's funny. Let me start by saying that. But my cousin Nitra did a great job laying her mother to rest. But the funny part of what she said and what the family said was everybody that got up and talked said, you know, Aunt Liza, she was sweet. But boy, she had a venomous tongue. And I kept laughing through the whole funeral because the reality is we are all the same. If you come home with me for the, I, I should let my staff come home with me for a holiday and just sit around my family's table. There's so much shade being thrown. They'd be like, because my cousin, the one I was talking about, his wife, she used to always say, oh, Jason, you so cute. Where's your girlfriend? Where's your girlfriend? When she knew I was sucking dick, she knew what was going on. But she was doing that on purpose. So, so I let one off on her because like, if you're going to come for me, I'm going to come for you. Well, my cousin, he was so mad. He wanted to punch me. Um, shout out to my cousin, Larry. Hi, Larry. He didn't punch me. You know, he, he's a little older now. So his right arm was shaking a little bit, but he was going to muster every piece of energy he had and probably try to take me out. But I had to remind him that we're blood. And shout out to all my other cousins that were there. It was so good to see my family. I wish I could have spent more time with them. I literally went to the funeral and then left immediately to go meet with the mayor and then um, had to go to lunch with one of my cousins. <sighs> There's so much going on. I wish I could tell you everything, but I don't want to get people indicted. You know, they call me Karen Lee over on Beagle because I be reporting people. <laughs> but I'm supposed to keep the community safe. That's my job. We don't have the bitches as mad one. Okay. Damn, that's right when I would say, bitches is mad, bling, 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 bitches is mad. Anyway, I got him mad over there. And I'm not really pressed. You know, I watched this show back on YouTube and I can't even believe how crazy I am. The things that come out of my mouth. I'm like, where did you get, where did you come up with that stuff? Remember the lady who was fighting in the bathroom? The one who was saying that George Floyd was the same as the guy who stole the car from Detroit? Girl, where is she at? She should be a regular. Um, uh, no, I'm going to Detroit this week also to see the Clark sisters. I'm going to be spending time with all the Clark sisters. I get to meet Jackie. Jackie is so shady. She is T. I can't wait. Kiera Sheer to setting it up. I'm going to walk in singing highly favored, blessed and highly favored. Holy thou art thou holy. I I'm going to get all the song titles wrong because I know the songs, but you know, I get nervous when I'm around the people that sing the songs, but I'm, I'm going to be an honorary Clark sister this Sunday. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> I don't know if these gospel singers realize how much gay support they have. Like gay people love 
these gospel singers, even um, the girl who got canceled, what's her name? Kim Burrell. I can't believe you said that about gay people when you know damn well we all twirling around, dusting our houses and stroking our cats, playing your songs. And Donnie McClurkin. Somebody told me privately Donnie is a, it's a lot. I'm just going to keep praying for y'all. I'm just keep praying for y'all. Anyway, I will be in Detroit this weekend. I'm not going to tell you the exact day because I don't know who out there trying to get me. Uh, and there's just so much going on. But for now, tonight, this is Gagging with Jason Lee. And I'm excited to be here. And we have a whole show full of gags. Let me give you the phone number right now so you can go ahead and get in the queue. Because I'm not going to stay that long on the um, after part, you know, where, where people come up. I'm going to I'm gonna spend some time. But I can't spend all the time because tomorrow I'm interviewing Kevin Hart for the first time he's coming on my show. So I really want to be prepared for that. And I want to do some research um, so that way I, I come with my best Oprah Gale moment. Um, I'm not Oprah Winfrey. I'm more Oprah Gale, you know, because a Gale, she kind of tells it like him. Gale's shady. Oprah's shady, too. They, they just all shady, but they're black women. That's what my, that's what we are, our people. We all shady. Black women, black men, we are just shady people. All right, well, look, that's the phone number. Put it in your phone, one four zero two gagging You can call in from wherever you are. You can say whatever you want, and then you'll, they'll ha- there'll be time for you to come up and gag with me. This is the... This is the link right here to be able to come up and talk to me directly. So I would suggest you get in the video queue now because I'm going to take more video calls today than I am audio calls. But that's the information if you want to come up. Okay, whatever. All right, look, um, let me go ahead and put this disclaimer up because I know a lot of you come cocked and ready to load it. This basically says that there's going to be a lot of explicit language um, said on the show. And if you don't like it, get off now. Although we are trying to monetize our Facebook, so maybe there won't be. Where is the cuss jar? Yeah, get the cuss jar. By next week, we'll have a cuss jar. This is uh, the disclaimer. It also says that I have information that I'm going to be using that I can use because the law says I can. And that's the fair use law in case you want to put in a lawsuit. The other thing says that the people coming up say a lot of things that I don't uh, necessarily agree with, but you can't sue me for it. (sighs) I guess it's that time of the day. Oh, by the way. We have new merch I just shot in it. I'm going to be putting out information on Black Friday, how you can get it with a discount. And guess what came in today? The new mugs. Baby, these are, we are not the same mugs. Are these not nice mugs? These are like, we have like, literally, we are literally graduating in front of our audience's eyes. Look at this cup. This is such an amazing cup. I love the design. It's just, it. it this feels like, although I still want you to buy it. although i still want you to buy it this feels like the cup you get when you at the clinic waiting on your test results and this is the cup you get when your results come back fresh and you ready to get back and get mixy so this is this it's more durable we bought these direct from china it does not come with covid it is covid free (laughs) um it is the gag nation colors that matches the show Guys, um, I bought 3,000 of these to sell. I don't know how much they are, but they'll be on the website. I just did a photo shoot with the backpack and the sweatshirts, the blinged out hoodies. Um, there's body suits. There's day, uh, uh, sun suits. There's bonnets. There's caps. There's bucket hats. There's smoker bundles. The condoms were a little small. I don't know whose penises they thought they was, those were going to go on. So I think those are going to go on sale later. But nonetheless, the cups are going to be available. And like I said, there's only 3,000. And once they're sold, they're sold. So um, definitely good luck. But it's the tea with Jason Lee. 
I'm streaming on Beagle right now. If you're on Beagle, go to um, YouTube and search Hollywood Unlocked. Did we tell him to call Rico? Somebody text him. Text Rob to tell um, Zeus to call Rico. All right, cool. So look, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm not going to rush myself today because I'm going to sip this tea real slow, cappuccino style. You know, when cappuccino was hot, you got to take your time with it because you'll burn your tongue. And some of you been burnt. Me and somebody on Beagle were exchanging chlamydia stories the other day, and the fans were like, I can't, I don't know whether to be happy for you or to be concerned that you're talking about this publicly. I think we need to start normalizing um, our sexual indiscretions, you know, whatever. Okay, but look, I don't have it now, so I'm here. Come on, Johnny, put Saweetie up here. Do you have a photo of her? Don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sweetie got a new boo. Now, this is an alert, and it's a Hollywood Unlocked exclusive tomorrow at 9 a.m. on Hollywood Unlocked. I'm not going to tell you tonight who it is because I'm going to make sure to push it. I'm going to push this out to everybody tomorrow. That Sweetie has a new boo. And she knows that I know there have been conference calls had today. She is aware that I'm aware. And, you know, my thing is, it really ain't my business who she's dating, but it is my business's business. So my business is going to tell you tomorrow who she's dating. And when I tell you who it is, you're going to gag. You are going to gag. And the Internet is going to be on fire tomorrow when y'all find out who she is uh dating allegedly i'm gonna say allegedly because allegedly you know, she's gonna come out and say it didn't happen but she knows there's a video out there so um and she knows i might have it and she knows i might be waiting for her to deny it so i can drop it congratulations on your grammy nomination sweetie eight figure that's my type that's my type baby that's my type Ooh, this is a mess this show is a mess but i love it and i love all of you for showing up I'm not going to tell you now. It's not Elon Musk. The comments are a mess. Please go to sleep. All right. Well, look, enough with her. Now, look. Portia Williams is traumatized by R. Kelly. Now, here's the deal. We never know who is sleeping with who. And then you're in the industry. People don't understand. Like, it's literally like a high school. You know how you used to go to high school and there was like the senior hallway where all the popular people hung out? I was never there because I wasn't popular. But in that hallway, all those people slept with each other. The basketball players slept with the football players. <laughs> Y'all didn't catch that, did you? <laughs> the football play- The football players used to sleep with the basketball players. All the every it was just such a mixy hallway. Everybody was involved with each other when we were in high school. What's well, the same with the industry? You go to the Soul Train Awards, you know. Uh, Dion Warwick and slept with Luther allegedly. Hmm? She didn't sleep with Luther, huh? <laughs> well, Luther and Smokey, but either way, you know, people hook up. Okay, now Portia Williams is revealing that she had sex with R. Kelly. And this alleged sexual relationship with R. Kelly left her traumatized. And this is in her new memoir, of course. course, It's called The Pursuit of Portia. Now, I don't know if it's sponsored by Africa 
or the Africans that have pursued Portia because one got their hands. I remember she was hooked up with her friend's man. Well, ex-man, husband. God, Portia is a bad, she's a bad bitch though. So I, I ain't mad at anybody trying to get Portia. And Portia has evolved over the years. This is the same girl, but she didn't know Chicken of the Sea was two in her, but that was Jessica Simpson. What she didn't know. She thought the Underground Railroad was an actual train service sponsored by Amtrak. You remember that? She's come a long way. So she found her way into the arms of an African who she clearly is in love with. And I don't know if she's in love with him or his bag. Either way, they're a cute couple. Allegedly. But it's the relationship with R. Kelly that now she's talking about in this new memoir. So this is what she said. And she claims that she was once trapped in the basement. I mean, trapped in the closet, trapped in the bedroom. I can't make jokes of this. It's not right. That she was trapped in a bedroom in R. Kelly's house and pressured to submit to him. Now, she said, quote, I've already put myself in this position. This is what you're supposed to do. You have to. I had my own business. I had my own home. It was a mentality that had been conditioned over the years by men that they are better than me. And I only have value if they say I have value. I think me being in that weakened mindset made me ready and available for him to be a predator and seek me out. This gives me, I just want to sell books and I gave my pussy away to a nigga who wanted it and he sung a love song in my ear and it is what it is. This, see, the problem that I have with cancel culture is nowadays you can literally say that you were taken advantage of by somebody that the world knows takes advantage of young girls and he's automatically guilty. I don't know about this one, Portia. You had your own home, you had your own house, you had your own thing going on, you had your own money. So how did you get lured in by this man? Or were you in love with R. Kelly and you wanted to get trapped in his closet? Well, there were too many guys in there for you to be there, allegedly. Allegedly. Because you know, they say R. Kelly used to get that nightstick laid on him, honey. Could you imagine fucking R. Kelly? Now I know he can't read, When you fuck a nigga that can't read, I don't know. And R. Kelly don't look like he knew how to douche anyway. His asshole was probably hairy and funky. But I wouldn't have fucked R. Kelly. I don't care if he would have sung Step in the Name of Love, nigga. No. No, nigga. I'm not stepping in shit. Literally. I'm not fucking with that. I never found R. Kelly to be attractive. I get why people love him because he has literally some of the greatest R&B songs ever. And I think that's what lured Portia into his arms uh, or basement or wherever he, he did what he did. Um, and so we'll find out more about this. But now she's sharing that the FBI also paid her a visit to her home and that she fully cooperated. What is there to cooperate with? It's like when I was on Beagle and I fucked that guy and he was telling all these podcasters, oh, Jason Lee, fuck me. Jason. Getting dick when you're of age is not a crime. He did not take it from you. I'm, what is she saying? Is she saying that he took advantage of her? Well, when she got questioned, this is what she told the FBI. This is what she said about the FBI. When the FBI left my house that day, I was so thankful <clears throat> for where God has brought me now. Oh, my God. I literally could have church right in my foyer. <laughs> Do black people have foyers? Do I have a foyer? The lobby. Yeah. I have a lobby. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? This is a lobby in this bitch. I ain't got no foyer. I didn't even know how to spell foyer if I wasn't reading it. 
Hmm? I have a foyer where? Oh yeah. The second floor. Mm -hmm. Where? Right Outside? No. no. Right there. Will you look over? Oh, that's a, that's a foyer. I have a foyer and a lobby. <laughs> mm. Either way, no shade. My shit's cute. Well, while she was talking to them, uh, she had uh Porsche. Wait, what did it say? During talking to them, I had to be that. Oh, she had to remember every single detail when she was talking to the police. Okay. But after she left, she looked around her home and she said she saw her daughter. And she just thanked God for surviving and being where she is today. I don't, we're not going to do a surviving R. Kelly part three with Portia Williams. We're just not. And I'm not here for it. Portia, you know, I love you down. You know, anytime I'm in Atlanta, Portia, she helps me out with the, she, I use her driver. I use all her staff. I use my own security because I don't trust none of y'all in Atlanta. But either way, uh, Portia, I still want to be able to use your people, but I don't believe you. I just don't believe that. I want to know the raunchy details did he wear a condom was he fucking you rob was he laying on top of you and breathing and sweating on you like the guy was and set it off with stony after she wanted when she wanted that check like what was the sex like is it bad to think about him sexually because of his charges y'all still beating off to r kelly so we're not or not beating off but whatever girls <laughs> though okay well anyway Williams is saying they had more than one encounter and that the last time she visited his home, she heard sounds of women being beaten. But she didn't call the police. So can women hear other women getting beaten and not want to help? That seems kind of cold-blooded. Can women... Comments. Can you please comment in the comment? Can women hear other women getting beat up and do nothing. Apparently, Portia did. That's what she said. She had to get out of the relationship because she heard all these other girls get beat up. Now, she also said that she did a um, that she saw R. Kelly when she did a hosting job for Dish Nation back in 2015. Well, either way, who knows? R. Kelly is in prison. He's been found guilty on multiple charges, including sexual exploration and racketeering. So uh, there's five victims. They're trying to let him out. All of you black women in Chicago are standing outside the jail in the cold asking for them to let him out with your Dunkin' Donuts in hand. I don't get it why y'all are supporting him. You let a love song put y'all right out your clear mind. And although he's going back to sentencing uh, in front of a judge on May 4th in New York and probably going to go to jail for 10 years, people still want this man to be out. And his friends who also should be in prison, are doing some ride-or-die shit for him, too. This guy named Michael Williams, he think it's 4th of July setting off fireworks. Look what he did to this girl's car. Now, Michael, I don't know where you are. Why is she posing like a Fashion Nova <laughs> ad in front of this car? Like, she really is giving me city girls all out, balls to the walls. Like, where is the windshield? The whole inside is burnt out. She got a matching shoe with the outfit. Like, you literally posed like you was doing Fashion Nova. Well, her, well, his friend Michael, he's 38 years old, pled guilty to destroying her car. I can't. Go back to the photo. I promise you we're going to see an R. Kelly pose in prison looking just like that from the yard. I swear to God. All right. Do we know what happened to the other girl that R. Kelly was dating? Not Azrael, but the other Joyce one. Joyce what happened to her? She's still she's around. Trump Tower. Yeah. She's where? She's at Trump Tower still. Doing what? 
house. She's living in R. Kelly's house? Oh, so she still has his back? Wait, is Joycelyn beat her up or she beat Joycelyn up? She beat Joycelyn up. But now they're friends? No. Joycelyn still are? Yeah. And R for rape? Allegedly. Rape Kelly. Damn. Don't he look like, let me out. <laughs> she looking like, nah, nigga. All right. Well, anyway, bye. Somebody said, why the car don't have no insurance? I can't. <laughs> Soldier Boy. Now, I haven't seen Soldier Boy since Love and Hip Hop, I think. Since Love and Hip Hop days. I mean, it's been years since I've seen Soldier Boy. But, you know, he's one of the best people to be interviewed. I had him on my show with Floyd Mayweather when he was talking about fighting Chris Brown. And that interview, till this day, is probably one of our biggest interviews, millions and millions of views. So you can go check that out. It was, he said a lot of crazy stuff that till this day I don't even want to repeat because I'm friends with some of the people he was talking about in that interview. Do you remember that? We, we ain't gonna say the name. You know who? Mm-hmm. What would it start with? No. Mm-mm. Oh. Do you know who? Mm-mm. Anyway, go watch it. <laughs> Soldier Boy now is sounding off. He's doing his rounds, doing interviews because you know we recently talked about. Um, young Dolph dying, uh, unfortunately, and just way too soon. Young Dolph was murdered in Memphis. And on my podcast, we had talked about it. But, you know, it's just sad that this young rapper, like Pop Smoke, like uh, Nipsey, was gunned down at a black business that he had promoted and supported in Memphis, this cookie store. They're also raising money online if you want to go check them out. We don't post uh, GoFundMes, but there's a GoFundMe to help their business out. And um, he... He was just gunned down in broad daylight, one o'clock. And they said he had a a community event an hour later to give back to the community. He was killed at one. The event was scheduled for two o'clock. So it was really sad. And th- shout out to his team. They still they still helped the community out from what I heard. Young Dolph was somebody that a lot of people have been trying to kill for a long time. You know, this rap beef is real. We report on stuff in some of our outlets. We talk about these beasts, but the beasts really be real. And people really can get hurt. You know, and in this situation, this man that people have tried to kill several times did die. He was shot in L.A. a couple of times right on Hollywood and Highland. They shot up his vehicle over 100 times. His car was bulletproof, but so he survived. And uh, and still they finally got him. Uh, he was in his 30s. He was young, uh, gone way too soon. And he had kids. So it's really sad. Well, what else is sad is that, um, you know, Soldier Boy is on this uh, tour with B2K, the Millennium Tour, going all over, getting their money. They're very popular. Soldier Boy. Even though y'all be not putting respect on his name, him, Bow Wow, B2K, they are ultra popular. Those shows are sold out. And so they're getting their bag. And the tour company who's responsible for this tour, Squared Events, they decided to pull Soldier Boy from the tour after Young Dolph was shot. And this is a photo of Dolph if you don't know who he is. Um, again, very popular rapper. This is a generation beyond me. So I don't know all his music. I can't tell you any of his songs. I don't listen to the Young Dolphs of the world. But um, I do respect what he represents because, you know, I come up in an era where Master P was in the street selling mixtapes, you know, before he was the Master P to all of you, E-40. You know, uh, a lot of the rappers that we know who were from the hood, Sibo, Marvelous, Mac Main, I mean, all the, not Mac Main, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mac Main, uh, uh, Mac Dre. A lot of the uh, rappers from the Bay Area, which is where I'm from, this is where I met all these people. You know, I understand where they come from. And so they talk about real life shit. And some of them don't make it out, not just by murder, but just by circumstance or situation. And so, um, 
you know, we talked about this whole situation on my podcast, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I don't know if you've seen it, but you should go check it out. And uh, this is what I said then. Take a look. I haven't been following the any beef surrounding him. I heard about the 100 shots in the Carolinas where they shot up his vehicle. His vehicle was um, bulletproof from what I heard. You know, I went home yesterday for my aunt's funeral and um, I took security with me. And, you know, when I got there, people knew I was coming. Some people from the community showed up that I grew up with in the streets. My family was there. I got a lot of love. And it was overwhelming how much love I got for people who said they were proud of what I've done for the city. But to think about the energy that goes into putting on for your city, to be sitting in a cookie store that you just promoted, a small black business helping to promote this store and then to get killed there. You know, I don't know how much hate one has to have for these artists to where you want to kill them. Um, I also don't understand you know, why the artists can't make it and still stay or come back to the hood that they grew up in to help out. I, th I just think it's really contradictory that we want people to make it out the hood, but then we want to kill them when they come back. I mean, I remember the impact that MC Hustle's death had on me. I was on The Breakfast Club the day after that uh, he was murdered. And to see it happen on video and then to just think about all the influence that he's had, an impact that he's had on young Nipsey's around the world is just, it's just uh, sad. You know, um, Again, not knowing him, it's still a sad situation. Now, Soulja Boy's had a lot of things to say about Dolph in the past. So the week before his death, Dolph wrote on his Instagram stories that he received $100,000 for his show and reiterated that he was an independent artist. And then Soulja Boy, uh, he said this then. Take a look. Man, you don't, Dolph, you don't get your bitch-ass artist out of my motherfucking DM, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Nigga thought he was bulletproof till he got shot like Dolph, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Ain't you the nigga getting shot at a hundred times? Ain't you the nigga getting popped and shot all the time, nigga? Nigga, y'all bitch ass nigga better get out my DM, nigga. Fuck paper route, nigga. Fuck key Glock, fuck young dog, fuck all y'all niggas. You know, you got to watch what you say because you never know when a person's going to die. So then Dolph came up dead. And so um, the the folks, uh, you know, at the, the tour, the touring company, they pulled him from the show. Now, he also released a song called Stretch Some, and this uh, it got a lot of backlash. And people said that the song was insensitive, considering that Dolph had just died. Now, since all this was happening with Instagram and social media going crazy, you have to remember, when these people are on tour, you're pulling in with staff who are just there to do their job, putting the show together, staging, lighting, sound. You know, they, don't, they ain't coming there for all of this. And when you pull in, and I've been to St. Louis, St. Louis... Shout out to St. Louis if you are out there. I went to a club one time in St. Louis. We pulled up. Somebody came out of a bush, tried to sell me a used Kodak camera. <laughs> I did not feel safe. I kept, I told, take me back to the hotel. I like to go out in cities when I get around. This is before I'm, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't as known as I am now, but I was on Love & Hip Hop. I decided, nah, I'm cool. Um, and we all know that a friend to the show, friend to my podcast, Dream Doll, who was just on the show, She, her bodyguard was shot in St. Louis. So I'm not shitting on St. Louis. I'm just saying, y'all really about that work out there. So you're not going to pull in to a city when you're online burning the internet down, saying things that are reckless and think that nobody's going to pull up and shoot up your bus. We've seen tour buses get shot up and people can get killed. Well, the promoters pulled Soldier Boy from the upcoming dates and they posted a statement. This is what they said on Instagram. They said, they said in uh, in response to the tragic shooting death of rap artist Young Dolph, the Millennium Tour 2021 tour promoter G Squared Events has determined that rapper Soldier Boy will not perform during this week's tour. 
uh, stop here in St. Louis, Missouri, and Memphis, Tennessee. They went on to say, to preserve the safety of the Millennium Tour, 2021 artists and patrons, tour representatives are, ex are exercising caution and want to make a smart decision to be safe. The safety and welfare of our patrons are the four, at the first and foremost priority, said a representative. And then we pride ourselves on bringing high-quality concert experiences, blah, 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 blah. Well, Soldier Boy did not like what people had to say because people were basically saying, like, you lost your bag. You ain't going to get no money. And we all know Big Soldier don't like to be told that. So this is what he posted. First of all, cut the motherfucking shenanigans. Don't be acting like nigga took no money out of my pocket. Nigga, nigga talking about, oh, you fumbled the bag. First of all, nigga, I'm still getting paid. I'm still getting paid. So y'all nigga, all y'all niggas did was make my job easier. I don't gotta come and I'm still getting paid. So thank you. Second of all, nigga, I will be on the next show. Fucking nigga talking about fourth of all, nigga, Big Draco 2, the album Midnight. Fucking nigga talking about don't make it seem like I'm losing no bag, nigga. I'm still getting paid, nigga. Whether I go or not, I still get the check from the show. Nigga, you ain't do nothing but make my job more easier. Nigga, now I ain't got to get on the on the jet and come fly. And, and I ain't got to get on the tour bus and ride around. You made my job. You know what's so crazy? I could be a lot more famous if I just went online trolling all day, saying what I thought, agitating people. But do you know how expensive security is for living a life like that? Like, you can't go to pavilions to go get a cheese plate or some watermelon squares doing stuff like that because they will catch your ass in the aisle looking for a granola bar and get you right there you gonna get cost this is why I look i may say what i say and i've said a lot of crazy things over the year and i have high big opinions and i'm never going to change that no matter if it's tea i'm sipping or if it's cappuccino but the one thing i know for sure is if you dish it out you got to be careful because these are the type of videos you start seeing happen and then a person get murdered and then all of a sudden we're doing a flashback because right before he did all this on Hollywood Unlocked, I saw him on the live talking about how the last person that tried him got killed. Remember, he shot somebody, and he was basically saying that, you know, it would happen again. I never see Jeezy, uh, uh, Gucci saying that because Gucci, we all know he killed somebody that Jeezy sent to him. But we've also seen them come back together on verses and piece it up, even though it was very shady and tense, and I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, but, you know... You got to be really careful. Now, Soldier got a lot of backlash for what he said, and people were threatening him all in his comments, which caused him to go live again, saying that nobody would care if he actually died. Look. My big homie dead. I was supposed to be sad and shit. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Y'all nigga lying, man. Y'all got me fucked up. Because if that would have been me, y'all nigga would have been laughing and shit and cracking jokes, and it wouldn't have been no rest in peace, Soldier Boy. So, nigga, don't jump in my motherfucking deal like that, nigga. The fuck, nigga? It don't work like that. I can see you, nigga. If y'all would have squashed that shit, if y'all would have been like, man, this all good, so we were just playing, nigga. We fuck with you. Boom. I would have been like, yo, respect, like, da 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 da. Y'all niggas were just telling me I'm a bitch and y'all gonna slap me and y'all gonna shoot me and do this and do that. Man, ain't no motherfucking nigga. Fuck that. What? Is y'all niggas stupid? Nigga, you know how this shit work, nigga? Nigga, just two days before that shit, you were talking about how you, what you was gonna do to me, nigga. So now I'm supposed to be here the whole 360 and turn, nigga. 
Shut the fuck up, nigga. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Stop playing with me. Stop fucking playing with me, because it would have been a whole party. Soldier Boy dead. Ha ha. Nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. Well, I wouldn't have laughed if you died, Soldier Boy. I mean, it, it is a sad situation. On one hand, I understand what he's saying. Is he supposed to just completely switch it up now and act like he cares? Or just stay true to how he felt? But then at the same time, when people die, you should show, show some compassion, you know, because they didn't get a chance to piece it up. I don't know. You can come up here and tell me what you think uh, later. But, um, yeah, Soldier, I don't know. You, you know, you're very entertaining, but I don't want your entertainment for us to get you killed. Because I feel like, again, when Pop Smoke died, everybody loved Pop Smoke. You know, you had to be really careful if you start moving certain ways and saying certain things, you would get hurt. You know, uh, you had um, 6 9 who was completely disrespectful when Nipsey died and completely disrespectful when uh, King Von died and completely disrespectful. Anytime anybody in Little Dirk's life died, the guy, I think his name was Little Reese, the rapper that got shot in the face. I just don't believe in making fun out of stuff like that. You remember uh, when Nipsey died, um, Kodak Black said he wanted to fuck or marry uh, Lauren London, like before they had even buried Nipsey. Like, I just, I don't know. I come from a place where even if somebody I hated, and I don't knew, even know if there are people that I actually really, really hate. Say if Karen Civil died, right? I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be sad, but I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't be out here disrespecting her dead, lifeless body like that. You know what I mean? Because she still has family. She still has loved ones. It's just not It's just not cool. So you can still not have reverence for somebody, but still give them grace when they die. At least that's what I feel. I mean, you guys tell me what you think when you come up here. All right. Well, Soldier Boy, I hope you're being safe out there. And sending my love and prayers to the family and fans of King Dolph. You know, uh, our thoughts are still with you. It's such a tragedy. And I just pray, man, that we don't have any more people in hip hop die, no matter who you are. And how is 6ix9ine still alive? I know last time I said this, he called me, you know, pull up, pull up. I want to take you out. I'm, I am not going out with you. You're not about to have me in these streets. And where is 6ix9ine? Is he still rapping? 6ix9ine, where you at? All right, bye. Well, let me give you the phone number really quick to get in the queue because I'm about to start taking questions and comments. This is the number right here, 1402-GAGGIN. And here is the link to come up here. The queue is already full. So come up, okay? Just get in line. I'll, I'll figure it out. All right, cool. Now listen, I can tell you somebody. Take the number down. It's Johnny's birthday. So we're going to just give him a... <laughs> Now, you know Johnny not black because he came to work on his birthday. <laughs> black people, you know, we celebrate our own birthdays if it's a holiday. We'd be like, uh-uh. Because if you're going to celebrate Christopher Columbus, why you can't celebrate your birthday? I mean, I'm just saying. We literally celebrate a man who came here and slaughtered an entire group of people. Did he do it? Or his people did it? Well, his cousins or somebody. Anyway, they slaughtered all the Indians. And then the white people went over to Africa and stole all the black people to come and build the country for free and then told everybody who ain't white that we don't belong here. Is this not, this is the most fascinating country I've ever heard of. The home of the free, the land of the brave, or the land of the brave and the home of the free. Who's free? I just went to Dior. Can I tell y'all some rich people shit real quick? I'm sorry. Because I know y'all be saying I be doing rich people shit. And by the way, 
Soldier Boy made me feel really stupid right now because I be sitting up in my house with my Versace robes on, all the jewelry. Who sits in their home with all that jewelry on talking to a camera? Me on Bigo. I'm going to do it tomorrow morning, too. I went to Dior today. I went to go shopping. First, I went to Louis Vuitton. They told me I couldn't come in. They left me standing outside the store at Louis Vuitton today, me and Zeus. And so I had to tell the people, like, yo, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but y'all need to let me in. Long story short, they made me get on a waiting list. So I said, let me go over to Dior, go get a couple of things, and I'll come back. So I go over to Dior. I come in Dior. I buy some stuff, okay? I buy some stuff. There's a sweater in there that I thought was good looking. So I put it on, and I liked it. And even though it was $7,000, the sweater, I said, I shouldn't get it, but it's nice, so I'm going to get it. So I bought the sweater, the, sh the, the shirt, for $7,000. Then I went to Louis and bought some more stuff. So I get home, and I'm trying it on, on Bigo. And I just looked at it, and I go, you know, this probably isn't worth $7,000. Like, I'm just going to take it back. So I had my sister run back to Dior literally an hour after I bought it to return it. They said no, and they kicked him out the store. And I, I just, I feel some type of way. Like, I feel some type of way. But what they don't realize, baby, is I am the king of chargebacks. And I'm going to run that motherfucking Amex right back to the, I'm calling American Express in the morning. And baby, that thing might be hanging in my closet while that charge comes off my credit card. Let me tell you about going and giving people your money. No matter whether it's Chick-fil-A or American Express, when you give people your hard-earned money, you make them respect you. And when you're a person of color and you work hard for your money and you're going, those white people kicking him out the store was like they did the pretty little, the uh, what's the hooker name? Jennifer, what, Jessica, what's her name? Pretty uh, woman. When they kicked her out of Beverly Hills and she came back and she said, big mistake. That's what I'm going to do to her when I get back. I got to travel this week. But, but when I get back, I'm going to go get blessed and highly favored. I'm going to praise God with the Clarkses, but I'm going to come right back on her ass. And let her have it. But yeah, she kicked him out the store. And now I got this $7,000 sweater I don't want hanging in my closet. It will be getting charged back tomorrow. And you can count on that. Well, let me tell you somebody who we will not care if something happens to him. This guy. I don't know if you saw this video. It was viewed over 2 million times on my Instagram and over almost 50,000 comments. You guys saw this video and you shared it all over. Now, mind you, I got this video the day before of this NFL football player, Zach Stacy beating his ex-girlfriend in front of their five-year-old kid. And when they sent it to me, I couldn't see a clear picture of him or it wasn't clear in the video. And so... Um, I didn't post it because, you know, Instagram has hidden our content because they don't want us to post misinformation. Now, if I told you what the misinformation was that we posted, y'all would gag and be upset. But it's not shocking. Anyway, we're working through that. So I didn't want to post it until it was verified, but TMZ verified it. And it showed this video of this guy, NFL running back Stacey, uh, Zach Stacy, beating. I ain't even going to call it beating. I'm going to let y'all see what he did. The mother of his child in front of their baby. Five-month-year-old uh, kid. Now, the house to me looks like he's not a successful football player because it doesn't. Like, there was a lot of clutter. It, it just looked. It really gave me. Um, well, anyway, it didn't give me NFL. It gave me more like back page running back or quarterback or corner tight end or I don't know. Whatever. Isn't is a back page tight end sexual? Right. 
Well, look, here's the clip of him punching her in the head. I'm warning you right now, if you have kids in the room, do not let them watch this. It is very brutal. It's so sad to watch. And if you're a person who's been victimized or beaten, this is definitely going to be triggering. Um, take a look. You think that was okay? Listen, now I do not. Please, please, please. You thought that was okay? And they ain't gonna ruin relationships and talk about I'm destructive? Listen, listen. Some like this, listen. Things are way different now. If that was my sister, I would have fucking, I would be in prison right now. I don't even know what to say other than he needs to burn the fucking hell. And I'll tell you this, that video will follow him forever. They're going to get him. They're going to butt fuck him in prison if he even survives, because of course, you know, everybody in prison sees everybody in prison watches Wendy Williams, or at least when it wasn't raw chicken, Wendy Williams and TMZ. He beat this woman. Now let me show you a picture of them together during happier times. This is Kristen and Zach. Okay. Is it just me or does he look like Zadon? Really Jason? Well, yes, really. Um, he beat that woman in front of their five-month-old five kid. Now, I've been in a relationship that got physical towards the very, very end because he, you read in my book, he swung on me and it was, it was a fight. I didn't even realize that domestic violence could be two men fighting. You know, because when you're gay, you know, your boyfriend, you and your boyfriend get into a fight. We've seen so many guys get in fights at the club. We never think of that as, as domestic violence because it's two guys. You know, if you see two women doing it, but it's domestic violence. So I could understand being in a relationship where emotions run high. You know, you're mad about something. There was allegations that he cheated. She cheated on him. But to, to cheat on somebody and pick them up and throw them across the room to the point that they hit a TV and, and fall on the ground like that and just do it. That was excessive. That was a lot to, for me. Uh, now, Kristen called police right after the fight, and Zach allegedly fled the scene. Um, they said he drives a Kia Optima. I don't know. I, I've never driven a Kia Optima. I don't even know what that does. But she applied for a restraining order for her and her son. Now, they're saying that uh, he he flew into this jealous rage. But jealous of what? Even if she cheated, who cares? Now, she said that he had punched her several times in the head. She begged him to stop because the baby was on the couch just a few feet away from where uh, he punched her. And now she's recovering from her injuries. She went on live once this video circulated and he hadn't been arrested yet, but this is what she said. Um, there have been a couple of uh, uh, other situations. One, um, I, I wrote a report uh, for domestic dispute and then um, also a uh, battery report last um, in September as well um, that still has yet to be picked up by the state attorney. So um, 
and this one as well is, you know, yet to be picked up by the state attorney. How does that make you feel? Uh, I feel lost in the system. Um, and the reason that I went uh, and went public with this is uh, just just to get the word out there so that other women don't feel the same way. Um, I'm also afraid that he's going to get away with this, that he's going to run uh, and I, I don't know where he is or that he might retaliate. Um, so I just, uh, I, I don't want anyone else to feel the way that I'm feeling right now. So yeah, that's, uh, now let me be very clear. This is not the first time he beat her ass because you don't get beaten like that once she been beaten like that more than once. I'm going to play it one more time so you can see her reaction to it because it was almost as if it's happened again and she's used to it because she didn't. You know, like if somebody just walked out of nowhere and punched me or threw me across from a hit TV, I would be in such a state of shock that I wouldn't even know how to respond. Take a look. No, the video. Um, there have her. been a couple of. Uh... Take a look. You think that was over? You think that was over? Listen, now I do not. Please, please, please. You thought that was okay? And they gonna ruin relationships? They're talking about I'm destructive? Listen. 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 Things are way different now. It's blurry. Because you know it got to be clear over here. There we go. Yeah, I don't give a shit what, what she did. I think you're a pussy for doing something like that. And I think any man out there that beats his woman like that is a punk. And you need to get your ass beat too. I just, I'm, I'm obsessed with this show on Netflix called 60 Days In or 60 Days Out. 60 Days In. They need to put your ass in the worst hole for 60 months, 60 years, 60 years. You beat that woman like that. And and as a black man, that is just embarrassing because, you know, we don't do no shit like that. What is going on with black people this week? The other man just ran through and killed all the people in a Christmas parade, ran over and killed several people from the ages of 50 to 81. What is happening? Travis Scott's festival just killed eight, nine people. Black folks, we are not having a good month. Thank God this isn't Black History Month. We need to do better. This right here, though, this, with your big old fat head, old water jug head ass motherfucker. I can't stand people that take advantage of weaker people like that. Like, you clearly know you're so big and she's so small. Now, if she would have had a 45 on her, and pulled it out the diaper bag and let off on his ass in self-defense, she would have got away with it. I mean, hell, Kyle Rittenhouse got away with killing him. I can't even deal with this. This has been a crazy week. Anyway, uh, Zach is in jail. He's out on bond? He got out. Suicide's an option. Well, Stacy, they're saying she can have no communication with him. And uh, he had to surrender all his firearms and his passport. His bond was only 
Damn. You know what? When my brother got murdered, um, if you read my book, you know it's crazy. My life would be so different had they let that woman who killed him bond out. Because I don't know if she has family members or people who care about her. Even if I was her pastor, I'd be trying to, I'd be trying to pour bleach in his little communion drink. Come up there, take pass the plate around, eat the bread, drink the blood of Jesus, and just die like Jim Jones was at the church. I would have did something. Not that I advocate for violence. I'm just saying, like, there's some people that do deserve to die, though. We just recently saw a black man who was commuted from his execution this week, thanks to Kim Kardashian and social media. But I, I mean, I'm not one of those people that say there's there's people that don't deserve to die. I'm a fan of the death penalty when it works, if it works. Just like I'm a fan of the judicial system and the legal system when it works. But this one, $10,000, her life was only worth $10,000. He could get out and kill her right now. He's out. He could kill her right now. And you know, you know, women, you know what he's doing. He's calling her right now. Baby, I didn't mean that. Baby, I'm sorry. But you know he's doing something. Sending flowers from 1-800-Flowers with his broke ass. But that anger came from something. And I don't want to hear shit about CTE when he go to court. Don't talk to me nothing about he got hit in the helmet because, nigga, you weren't a star long enough for you to be hit that much for you to be hitting on that woman like that. I don't even know how to do this show without cussing. I'm never going to get fully monetized on Facebook, ever, or YouTube. But at least I feel like I'm getting out what I need to get out. Tell me what you think about this loser when y'all come up here. All right, well, bye. Hmm? Oh, yes. Here's the abuse hotline. For those of you that may be in an abusive relationship, I want to give you some help, give you the number. Please call 1-800-787-3224. Don't be afraid to call and tell or pick up a frying pan and knock that motherfucker right across the head. Every woman should own a skillet. (laughs) Even if you white and you don't know how to fry no chicken. By the way, if you're a white woman and you were a black man, you don't know how to fry no chicken. I don't know. But if you are a woman, you should have a uh, um, uh, one of those, you know, those big iron skillets. Yeah, I got a, I got skillets downstairs. I got a small one for the handle. Then I got a big one. I never use them because my kitchen does, is not for cooking. It's for show and tell. Okay, on Beagle. It's cute, though. All right, look. Now, this is abuse. What I'm about to tell y'all is another form of abuse. This woman. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. You know what? <laughs> you would have a skillet. Where wait, where did she just pull the skillet from though? Like hold on. Let me hold on a second. It's in the cabinet. I don't even use it, but I said I do got that motherfucker just in case. Don't play with it. Mm-hmm. Amberlyn literally comes to the show with props. Like you just had a skillet chilling under your pillow. What the fuck? All right, well, look, here's some more abuse. This this rapper named Saucewalker. Now, my friend, this weekend, Kelvin had a birthday, too. And I went to his birthday party with a friend of mine who had a, the exact same <laughs> snow goggle on his head in the summertime. I don't know what in the niggadom is going on <laughs> with y'all niggas wearing these ski masks in the summertime. Uh, anywhere. And he has barrettes and knockers in his hair. His name is Saswalker. He's from, he is from Houston. He's a rapper. Now he's gone viral. We posted this on Hollywood a lot because he said, if you see him out in public, it isn't because, I mean, if you see him out in public ashy, 
it isn't intentional. It's because one of his hoes didn't rub the lotion on him. And this is the video that he posted. This is her rubbing lotion on his leg. Now, I don't care what Kelvin say. Them legs are two different colors. I don't know if that's a wooden leg or if that's a, I don't know. He, he said it's tattoos, but there's still some some area where he don't have some tattoos. It's like literally his one, one leg is light skin. The other leg is dark skin. All right. Well, anyway, so she's fixing his. I thought she was reaching for an ankle bracelet. I didn't know what was going on, but she <laughs> ankle minor. She's putting lotion on his legs, and he says, "If you see him out ashy, it's because one of his hoes did not lotion him down." Now, Sauce Walker has made headlines before because he said that his family makes millions of dollars off of being a sex worker, and also that his girlfriends are part of the operation. his baby mama he has a baby mama who's pregnant right now she has a baby making a money making womb look this is the baby mama and this is the baby making womb of the baby mama now i don't think she's on lotion duty because she can't really bend over right now because she's literally (laughs) ready to pop at any moment but he wrote in the caption they say pregnant pussy is better okay and then he also put the crying laughing emojis hit the new bio for new movies popcorn but i'm not i'm not i'm not promoting this <laughs> of course he's the only fan star i'm not going to go check his page there's no i mean who's putting lotion on his penis i don't even want to think about it either way ladies i want to know when you come up would you allow your man to make you somebody said one leg don't have oxygen i can't would you let your man make you put lotion on his body i mean i would put lotion on my man's body just out of sexual fun pleasure maybe but not every day like put lotion what like if i was chilling and and my guy walked in front of me ashy as hell like this and said do your job. I'm sorry. We would have, I'd have to send my staff home for the day because it would be, it wouldn't be Zach, Stacy, <laughs> but it would be a lot of interesting dialogue happening at my house. All right, look, it's time to pay the bills. Take a look. Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. One of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. Skip the pharmacy lines, unlimited messaging with your care team. With the Cerebral mobile app, it's like having your personal care team wherever you are. Connect with your counselor and therapist on your own schedule through your laptop or Cerebral mobile app. Schedule sessions based on what's convenient for you. Don't have to wait weeks to be seen. You can do your sessions on a laptop or a phone, so you can always find an area at home where you feel the most comfortable. Affordable treatments that are one-third the price of traditional therapy treatment. Options are available with or without insurance. I mean, Cerebral is an in-network for several insurers, and they're working every day to grow their partnerships. Even if you're out of network, they'll provide you with the necessary paperwork so you can easily submit a claim. Simone Biles is their chief impact officer. I mean, she's a huge advocate for mental health and reducing stigma around getting treatment and why she loves using Cerebral. 
she could choose her therapist. It was important to her that her therapist understood her background and her experiences. 50% of Cerebral's clinicians are self-identifying as people of color, and it's important to Cerebral to have the diversity so everyone can get the treatment that they deserve. Great for her lifestyle. She can speak to her therapist wherever she is. And for listeners of this program, you can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at GetCerebral.com slash gagging. Go to Cerebral.com slash gagging for 65% off your first month. That's just a total of $30 to get started. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care and accessible and affordable for all. Listen, you know, uh, mental health is a real thing, y'all. And I hope that you guys are taking advantage of all these ads because these ads, these partners that I approve, I handpick and approve every advertiser that wants to advertise with us. I really want to make sure that I'm getting you guys some quality stuff for the low. So make sure you go check out Cerebro, okay? And we all are going through stuff. And on top of that, with um, everything that's happening with COVID, because we still are in COVID, we need people to talk to. I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my own mental health uh, person. And so I'm going to try cerebral for myself because I do travel a lot and I don't have every week to go and sit down and talk to somebody. But anyway, check it out and get your discount. All right, look, so merch is coming up on Black Friday. I'm going to be dropping information on how you can get the new Hollywood Unlocked merch. It's all on its way from China. I'm so excited. And with this collection, I'm making sure to do a very limited order. So I'm going to tell you all right now, you're going to want to get it. I got the photos being edited for my shoot the other day. I'm making it available to the Gag Nation folks on Black Friday. You'll find out how you can get it with a discount only on that day. So you'll have to be uh, stay tuned for that. Let me show you what you can get right now, though. You can go to HollywoodUnlocked.com slash shop and all of this stuff. What do they call it? This is going to be vintage, right? Because this is vintage Hollywood Unlocked stuff. I should order everything on this line just to have one order of everything we started with to see how we grow. All right. But you could also uh, go get that right now. Hollywoodunlock.com slash shop. Also, if you're a super fan and you want to support the show, go over to YouTube right now and make sure you subscribe. It's only $1.99 a month. You get all these emojis and you can leave these all over YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Hollywoodunlocked. All right. Look, I'm also over on Bego. Now, I got a new show I'm excited about on Bego called Bego Unlocked. It's every Monday at 9 a.m. This week I had on Remy Ma. And today she uh, hosted the Wendy show. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, from what I'm hearing online, people are really excited about whatever they did, her and Joe. So I'm over there on Bego. Uh, first, before I show you about the show, you the show, let me show you uh, the Instagram. You can follow us on Gag Nation. It's at Gag Nation on Instagram. You can go over there right now. And every uh, Friday, Alexis and Kelvin go live and you guys can interact with them. And I pop in from time to time. All right, now on Bego, you can find me. This is my uh, profile over there on Bego. Yes, I am the king of Bego and the king of streaming and the king of all things on the internet. And I'm doing a damn good job over there. All right. So make sure you follow me. My family is lit. Um, you need to do a new screenshot because I got more followers and more beans. All right. Look, um, I had um, I had an uh, interview with Remy Ma. She popped over for my second show. And I was telling her that there's this whole conversation about who the queen of hip hop is. And what I didn't do was, you know, I, I wasn't going to be messy and ask any Nikki questions because I'm going to save all that for my show, uh, my actual show podcast. But what I will say is I did tell her that Mary J. Blige had her own opinion on the red carpet when she caught up with my girl Keisha in New York about who the queen of hip hop was. And this is what Remy said on my show, Beagle Unlocked over on Beagle. Take a look. When you look at like like hip hop beats over the years, like Nas and Jay, 
and the fact that that was a moment in time that died down and went away and nobody ever talks about it. Why, when it comes to the women, they talk about it forever? Is it because of social media or is it because they treat women differently than they treat men? Um, I think because with women, we are more unforgiving. Like you see Nas and Jay, they cool. Like they, they get money together, they do whatever, or a Kanye and a Drake. Or most of the guys, they are able to reconcile their differences and come together. So when it comes to women, bitches be on their Cardi shit forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, so, so this whole debate over who the queen of hip hop is, let me show you who we ran into the other day on um, the red carpet and she shut us down. So I want to show you this really quick. Hold on. And you know her because I think y'all from the same hood. No, no. Let me see. Your look on screen is always on point. Do you have a say of what you wear on screen? Of course, all the time. I don't, I don't play those games. <laughs> you sure? And uh, just a trending question. Um, do you have anyone in mind that you consider the queen of hip hop? Me. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Why are New Yorkers okay, like period. that? <laughs> Here we are. I love New Yorkers, period. I think, let me tell you something. I think it's a stupid terminology because if you if we're really basing it on kings and queens and this and that, there were many queens. There's like not one, there's one queen of England, there's a queen over here, like there's queens everywhere and princesses and all this other stuff. But I always tell people, like, you're supposed to feel you're the best. You're supposed to talk like you nobody's fucking with you. Like that doesn't take anything away from anybody else. Like I would I would look at you crazy if you'd be like, um, I think I'm number four. Like, like nah, you're supposed to everybody's supposed to feel like they number one. Like, and that's just that. And like the, it means nothing. It's a fucking stupid ass terminology that people take that I feel that fans more so take more literal because depending on who you're a fan of, you're gonna feel somebody else is, you know, the queen or the king or whatever. I love her response. That's what I love about Remy because Remy's going to always keep it real. There's multiple queens in hip hop. And so I'm going to save everything else for another conversation. But I wanted to show you that. Do we have the flyer for who's on the show this week? This Monday, I have a show that's going to be on fire on Bego, 9 a.m. Take a look at my guests. It's going to be Moni Slaughter, baby. We are going to light Bego on fire. Everybody loves, loves, loves Moni. I can't wait. You can find me over there on Beagle, Beagle Unlock every Monday. But that's going to be at 11 a.m. because I'm interviewing. <clears throat> I'm interviewing Common at 9 a.m. Finally, I'm interviewing Common for the podcast and for Fox Soul. We're coming back season third, season three of our Fox Soul show airs December 2nd on Fox Soul. Make sure you check that out. Um, <clears throat> and I want to say before I move on, I just really am filled with gratitude. You know, sitting down, putting together all of my stuff for next year. Um, I'm back on getting my IVs. I'm back on focus on gut health. I went to the gym only twice last week because he really killed my body, but I'm going again tomorrow and I'm going to be in there consistently working out with my trainer so I can build up what's what the, the stamina that I'm going to need to keep delivering stuff for you. I, I have to say, when we sat down and we looked at everything, you all have poured into us. You have invested into us. We appreciate you. I am humbled when, when the people putting together my documents for our investors looked at the growth of the company over just over the last two years. 
you know, uh, they they're like surprised. But I just have to say, I, I come here every Tuesday and I see all of you and I talk to all of you and I read the comments and I go back and watch the show. And I know that you guys took uh, uh, something somebody tried to embarrass me with me get on a train and turned it into a whole fucking brand. And we got big shit coming. What if I told you we could gag five days a week? What if I told you that? Anyway, I ain't going to tell you nothing else. I, I can't keep a secret. Shit. Just know that big things are coming. I just want to say again to all of you, thank you. Well, now this is the best part of the show. I get to talk to all of you. So yes! time to gag. Right now you can call me 1-402-GAGGING. You can also uh, go over to um, YouTube and you can go live with me. 1-402-GAGGING. Now make sure, listen. If you're coming through the video chat, enable your echo cancellation. And if you're calling, please pay attention to the phone call and not the stream because you may miss your chance to talk to me. If you come on either and you say, hey, Jason, how are you? I'm going to play this. Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. Because you already know how I am. You can see me, right? All right. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to some folks. Um, Amberlynn, what you, what you think? What you make of all this? Hey. So I just want hey. to say for Soldier Boy, with his hospice patient looking ass, you are a slip away from the funeral home. I need you to shut the fuck up for somebody to come take you out. For the football player that was beating on a girl, I swear to God, I hope that they book him with motherfucking Bubba. And I hope he run up in that nigga ass, mouth, and eardrums every motherfucking night. Period. How dare you? Beat on that little ass lady like that. I don't give a fuck what race she is. Who is Bubba? Bubba is the nigga that's gonna run up in that ass every night. That's who Bubba is. Bubba's the nigga that's gonna make sure that he giving that nigga head every night. He getting that dick sucked. He getting that dick waxed. All of that. Yeah, that's what you gonna get. Cause that's what you you signed up for when you put your hands on that lady. I can't believe he threw her into the TV. I swear to God, Jason, five of them views of them two million views was me because I kept rewatching it. Like I can't believe this man threw her into into the TV. And then punched her like she was a full grown man. So now a full grown man needs to run up in that ass every night. Period. Mm. Okay. Well, that's one perspective. What's up, No Lanes? Is it No Lanes? I mean, your name can be No Walls because it changed the whole experience. Ah! <laughs> but um, Soldier Boy, he cocaine is a hell of a drug. So he just needs to stop. He looks very fucking terrible. Um, the guy the the, <laughs> the um uh NFL player, first of all, that sets me off. I would have turned into the credible hawk on his ass. Like, how dare you just throw that little lady like that? She all frail and shit. Like, no, no ma'am. Like, that's all I gotta say on, on those two because that sets me off. No, trust me. i I watched all of your reactions when it was happening and it pissed me off too. So all right, well, thank you for sharing. Go ahead, Jameer. All right, so um, with Young Dog and Soldier Boy, first before I even get on Soldier Boy, I definitely want to talk about Young Dog. My condolences go out to another rapper that we have lost. Um, Jason, you asked the question about um, like, do you think stuff like this would change or something like that? And sadly, I don't think it's going to change. How many rappers do we have to lose until it becomes something that we try to advocate for and be against? Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that we're not against it, but it seems like it's ingrained in our culture. And it's, it's going to continue to happen for decades going forward. So hopefully we can stop glamorizing gun violence and we can start really implementing more mental health into our music and stop, you know, um, 
expecting different results when we keep doing the same shit. Like this shit is fucked up because Young Dolph was somebody who gave back to the community. You know, he chose to stay in Memphis. Um, a lot of people could go move to Hollywood and be Hollywood, but a lot of people choose to stay in that community. And this is what the community do to them. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, 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 I moved to Hollywood and I'm Hollywood. So yes, I would do the same thing, Jason. Ain't <laughs> Philly? <laughs> that's crazy. But um, yeah, that's crazy. So um, also when it comes to the football player. My thing with that, Jason, I want to know what got him in that mindset because, like, like don't get me wrong, it was wrong all across the board. I'm not making excuses for him at all. I really want to know what made him react to her like I think, that because, I think because he's just, I think, because he's just a no shit nigga. That's what happened. Like, I, I mean, rage is an emotion that comes out of you, and sometimes it's not. You're not even. You're not even able to predict that it's happening. When you fly into a rage, you literally are out of control. You've lost control. I think that whether he thought she was cheating. She said something he didn't like. You know, some people, it could just be a thought. It could be an, an imaginary thing where he can think that she's doing something that she's not doing. I don't know. But either way, I don't care what he, what made him do it. I think whatever made him do it is, is worth him being in jail for a very long time. You know, the sad part about our judicial system is that the fact that somebody could do something so aggressive and so blatantly violent and and be out of prison or be out of jail on a ten thousand dollar bond. I'm sorry, I would catch you at the I would catch you at the Slosses swap meet in the parking lot, heading out there with your ice cream cone, and I would run you over. Damn, the way that guy did those people in that Christmas thing—that is just that was sad. Well, either way, some people need to be ran over, but not those people. But he does. No, I agree with you definitely. He should have channeled that energy into his football career, and maybe he could have had a better looking apartment. And he got the nerve to be throwing her against the TV, like. Like, like his shit was fucking nice, like fucking nice already. Like, it's sad. And, and and his son was on the couch. That's the thing right there. Like, he had no regard for his son watching that. So I hope he get the help that he need. But he also got to suffer the consequences as well. Yeah, I don't care if he gets help. But thank you. All right, thank you. All right. Uh, what you? Wh wh where your screen at, Kita? Kita, what? Oh, they just them blacked you out. Okay. Hey, Weedy, Weedy Poo, what you think? That motherfucker, that that's a bitch that bitch ass nigga. He's just a bitch ass nigga, and all and all of us. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck made him get um that mad, but I don't care what the fuck that made me made um get that, that mad. If you go get mad, leave. So you, he's a bitch ass nigga. That's all that I've got to say. Bitch motherfucking nigga. Oh, Jesus. Y'all got weedy poo cussing. I don't even know if she high enough for all that. Let's take some calls. 1402 <laughs> gagging. Call him right now. Let's go ahead and bring a caller in online and get in the queue if you want to come up here and talk. Hi. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you? Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. It comes... <laughs> I'm sorry. It comes natural. <laughs> it's okay. okay. What's up? But if I'm still on the line, I did want to say some things. Um, go ahead. First thing I wanted to say was I do appreciate you and everything that you do. I don't think y'all get enough appreciation, um, you, you and the panel and, you know, everybody. Y'all really sacrifice a lot for our entertainment, so I do want to say thank you for that. Um, second thing is that football player was a wild-ass bitch. I don't know what the fuck he was on. I don't know, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I don't know what the issue was between him and that girl, especially for him to fire off on a white bitch like that was really, that was really wild. Like, he definitely needed to go to jail. Soldier Boy, 
I don't really got too much to say about him. He's always been getting crack baby vibes um, ever since Crank That. So I don't really got nothing else not, to say not, about him. Not, not Besides putting the lotion on my dude. I'm sorry, go ahead. Not crack baby vibes. Crack baby vibe giving me very much. I'm in the 80s and I was a crack baby. You hear me? Like very much. But um, I also, I mean, I don't know if I'm a, if I'm allowed to talk about this or not. But I did want to just step in and say that I don't know. I hate the fact that Blue is being made out to be a liar on Instagram when she was taken up for Danny, and I don't appreciate that shit. I just want people to know that she was really taken up for this girl and for her to come around the corner and be like some, oh, I would never say some shit like that. Why would I say some shit like that? I feel like that's very much cat. Like, why would why would she get on her platform where she works and lie? Like, that's just, it's just, that blew me. So I just wanted to say that because I don't think people know that she that she's kind of spinning like Blue's a liar, but I don't like that shit. Yeah, <laughs> what she's referring to is we recently interviewed Danny Lay's brother and me, Blue, and Damage on the podcast. We're talking about the whole Danny Lay comments um, that got her in, under some hot water for colorism when she did the whole song Yellow Bone. I'm the yellow bone that he likes or whatever, yellow bone that he wants. And so Danny Lay went on to a post and commented about that. Uh, uh, on the podcast, Blue said that she ran into her backstage somewhere. They were on a panel. And she said that she likes black men and she likes black men's penis or sex with them. And I'll just say mm-hmm. allegedly. Allegedly. Huh? <laughs> yes, Wendy. Allegedly. Well, they can, they can, okay, they can hear me. Let me yeah, finish that's what, yeah. Any, Anyway, but so Blue, re- like, Blue, Blue recounted that. And so now Danny Lea sounded off saying that that wasn't true. Let's refresh really quick so we can clear up the... Uh, I can't. Now they can't. Okay. So Danny Lay, Danny Lay has now sounded off saying that that wasn't true. So we're going to unpack that on our podcast this week, but that's what she's talking about. Yeah, that's, that's it. But other than that, um, I am, like I said, very thankful and grateful for everything y'all do. I'm very much from the DMV area and I love how you turn that whole, I'm gagging into a show. Now he's fucking gagging. <laughs> I'm sure. But thank you. Gagging. I hope everybody has a blessed night. <laughs> thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Let's take another call. Hi. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Let's take another- I'll tell you, I turn off the echo cancellation. Hello. Hello? Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Next caller. I can see it in your eyes. Hello? I can see it in your smile. Hello? Next caller. Hello? 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 I just feel like I should just, I should have a, what's up? Hello? What's good, Jason? Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to say that shit. My fault. But listen, I wanted to touch back a little bit. Um, I, well, first I wanted to say thanks for coming on today. I missed your ass. Today was a great show. Thank you. Um, and I wanted to kind of go back into the beginning talking about Portia. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk too much about it, but... Um, I think it's kind of funny how she's coming out now 
dropping hints on R. Kelly. I don't kind of want to discredit her because, you know, there's a Me Too movement going on, you know, like, of course, we care about women's rights and everything. Um, but it is kind of funny, you know, I just feel like she was probably just fucking at the time, which is cool, but, you know, like, she probably wanted to clear her name from getting caught up in all that shit. Mm. If I was her, that's some shit I would have took to the grave, because not everybody needs to know about all the skeletons, like, just because she dropped that bomb don't mean we about to order that shit, you know what I'm saying, so... I, I agree. It's seeming very it's seeming very opportunist right now. I don't know if, like you said, she's trying to clear her name or if she's actually, you know, believing, yeah. you know, that she needs to get out there before the story gets out. Either way, I'm not buying it. I just I think that there's more to this story. And who knows what's gonna happen? This man's going to prison. She has an African, everybody's all over the place. Asriel's car has been burnt on fire. Either way, it's a lot. But yeah, I agree with you. It sounds kind of sketchy. Yeah, it's sketchy as hell. It's sketchy as hell. That's all I really want to touch on. I don't really want to touch on Soldier Boy and all that shit. Um, R.I.P. to Young Dolph. Um, thank you so one much. One of the so one, a boy in my hood just got killed over the weekend too. So it's kind of a touchy topic. But I do feel like Soldier is wrong. I feel like he's very disrespectful. And I'm gonna just leave it at that. Well, listen, um, send, in know, prayer, send in prayers to your so community. Certain people can send only prayers to your so community. Far, you know, so just, I don't know. Yes, send in prayers to you and your community. Next caller, please. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, Jason. I am uh, out here in Denver. I am from Cali, and uh, I kind of know everybody out there. I, I, I have no rapper friends, whatever. I won't speak on them. But I'm going to say, like, all this junk stuff that's going on with dudes nowadays, they need the motherfucking stop. Stop your bullshit, bros. Like, you are spreading fucking energy into the earth. Soldier boy with his bullshit. He was looking for clout by getting tattooed down. And now he wants to clean his face up and now act hard. Like, come on now. You need to stop with the bullshit. As far as this dude beating that girl... In Florida, we all watching you now. We all going to stay on it. And we are not going to forget what you did because you're about to change all the things that us women are looking at because it's not the fuck okay to beat on a woman like that ever in your motherfucking life. I love you, Jason. I love the gag team. I'm here for it. I'm here every day. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you, too. The guy that I told you, oh, I don't know if I told you. Did I talk to you about the the porn? I was looking at some porn and ran across somebody that I had met online years ago who I didn't even know was gay. In fact, I don't think he was gay, but he was doing gay shit this morning. And he's from Denver. <laughs> so if you're watching, call me. I, I didn't even know. Like, it was crazy. All right, hold on. Let me, uh, her thing still ain't working, girl. What, what's up? Hi. Hey, let's get Jason. All right. So um, I wanted to talk about um, you know, I wanted to talk about um, I'm doing good, but I wanted to talk about Portia R. Kelly. You know, I just feel like it's it's kind of weird that she's coming out now with it, you know, as far as the situation and how she knew him and had hooked up and everything. But then I also think about it because I'm in radio as well. So I feel like she didn't mention it when she was on. Dish Nation because it would have left her open to a lot of 
you know, scrutiny. A lot of questions, a lot of people wanting to, you know, talk about that versus, you know, how we, you know, have our topics and everything set up. So I just, I'm sorry I'm Portia, you know, a little bit, because I also feel like, like most when people ask, you know, well, why you guys didn't say anything then? It's like, you know, um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say nothing. But now that everything is, you know, coming out, I feel like she definitely probably could have like took this one to the grave with her. As far as Soldier Boy, I want cousin to pull it back just a little bit. You know, I feel like um, he he's one of those people that when you go so far, you just gotta keep going. You can't come back from it because I'm in there now. I done popped so much mess. You know, I was on. You know, I was. I've been on different platforms talking. You know, crazy. So now it's kind of like I gotta go with it. But I'm hoping does you know nothing happens to me. Um, and as far as Young Dolph. Um, you know, rest in peace to him, you know, um, his music, you know, I was definitely into, but, um, I got, I guess an exclusive, maybe kind of, I work in radio here in Macon, Georgia. I got it. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all gonna have to stop coming up here with three, four updates. I got to get to all the other people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna make it. No, no, just no girl. Just submit it to Hollywood online. Child. Y'all gonna, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to start snatching back. I'm going to start reclaiming my time. Y'all come up here, drop it off, and keep it pushing. Like, we can't do dissertations now. Let's take one more phone call. I love you, though. They say you look like Anita Badu. <laughs> Hello? Hi, Jason. Hi. Um, <laughs> my name is Butterfly J. Hart, and I just wanted to tell you that my birthday is on Sunday, and I just wanted to talk to you and tell you that I am a huge fan. I have been following you for a few years now, and God has just been blessing you, and I hope he continues to bless you. And I do believe that you need to be on Wendy's show because you would make that show off the chain. You're just amazing. You're smart. You're funny. You keep it real, and nobody can do it like you, Jason. So, yeah, all the best, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> Listen, thank you so, so, so much. Happy early birthday. Um, I talked to Wendy's manager today to check on her, and I'm her hearing that she's doing a lot better, so I'm hoping that she comes back because right now it ain't Wendy's show. It's them other people's show. But, it, it you know, Wendy is uh, she's just an icon. And, yeah, I have no interest to host the Wendy show. You know, I, I wanted to. And I would if it made sense, but it just doesn't make sense because they're looking for something else and I'm not that and I'm okay with that. But thank you so much. I'm waiting on my own show and hopefully I have an announcement to make right here soon. But thank you. All right, listen, y'all, it's time for thoughts and prayers. All right, so listen, it's almost the end of 2021. It's time to forget all the hardships and the heartache uh, of the past year and walk into the new year with a new attitude. It's time to boss up and take on the rest of the year head first. Now, all the things you put on hold, it's time to get to it. You have the power to make a huge impact on this earth. So why are you wasting time playing small? You are made to shine. And listen, it's okay if you don't have all the funds to do all the things that you want to do right now. Sometimes you just got to ride coach to get to your destination. And then, you know, boss up like me and go first class but the most important part is that you get to your destination and as you set your goals for next year remember that everything doesn't happen overnight it's going to take hard work and perseverance but believe me once you get there those first class seats are hella comfortable 
Uh, make sure that you finish this year walking into your destiny and walk into your blessings. Conceive them and conceive the vision. Write it down, then knock it out. And let's make the rest of this year the time to boss up. I also want to say that I am coming back to Clubhouse. I'm excited for what I'm going to be doing over there. I'm going to be doing a daily show called The Daily Read. I will let you know when that happens. So if you don't have the the Clubhouse app, and if you don't remember me on Clubhouse, I used to burn that bitch down every day. I'm going back over there. So if you have Clubhouse uh, or don't have it, make sure you go and get it. All right? But that's the end of the show. That's it for uh, this episode of Gagging with Jason Lee. I'll be back next Tuesday with an all-new show. And so make sure you stay tuned. Make sure that you're following me on all social media. You can subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Also, go over to our website, hollywoodunlocked.com, to subscribe. Make sure that you do that so you can get our daily newsletter. And uh, as much as we are a live show, we're a podcast. You can stream us everywhere. We're everywhere. Download, download, download. Go to Apple, iTunes. All right, look, you guys, here's my phone number, too, for those of you that want to keep uh, track of me outside of here, 310-388-6463. Bye.